Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. April 13th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Well, Hoynes, we saw a little bit of everything in the uh, series finale of the uh, series with the Yankees, uh, between the Yankees and the Guardians on Wednesday afternoon. Gorgeous day, a beautiful day for baseball, big crowd, uh, 23,000 at the ballpark. And uh, in the first inning of the game, we got a unusual play a uh, challenge play that uh, you know the the umpires got together and determined whether or not the guardians could challenge the call and uh, they they did and Aaron Boone's uh, subsequently got got ejected uh, right there at the uh, late in the first inning yeah Aaron Boone must have set a record for the longest ejection by of a manager in baseball history I don't know what he would why did they let him stay on the field so long? I, it, that was what we were asking ourselves in the uh, the press box the whole time is, didn't they eject him? Uh, you know, why is he still out there arguing? Why are they letting him continue to argue? Uh, but I think it might have been just a, a case of the umpires knowing that, you know, uh, Boone felt that that he was kind of getting screwed uh, on, on the call. Uh, let's, let's take it back and, and break down the play um, after – uh, the Guardians had runners at second and third with one out. Uh, Josh Naylor sent a soft liner to uh, center field that Aaron Hicks uh, went into a slide and it looked like he caught the ball initially. It was ruled a catch initially, uh, and he threw to second base where uh, he doubled up Jose Ramirez, and uh, it was determined that uh, Stephen Kwan had not crossed the plate after tagging up before Ramirez was called out on the uh, the double play. Uh, so the, the Guardians were, were going to, you know, walk away with no runs, nothing to show for it in, uh, on that play. Uh, but the uh, umpires got together and uh, determined that uh, Terry Francona would, would be allowed to challenge. Uh, they had gotten together and talked and said that their ruling was that Quan had not scored. And once they told Tito that, he said, OK, well, I want to challenge. And he said he wanted to challenge the catch in center field. Uh, and that's what happened. The uh, the play went to review. What Boone was upset about was that he thought that the 15-second window uh, in which uh, Francona had to challenge had already passed. But the umpires explained to Boone that uh, once they got together and, and started huddling and, and talking about the play, that the 15-second clock didn't apply and that uh, Francona challenged immediately after they, they told him what the ruling was. Uh, so everything was was good. Uh, I don't know if I buy any of that from the umpires, but uh, the bottom line was while they were meeting on uh, on the center of the diamond there, the the replay on the on the big board behind them was showing that it was clearly not a catch by Aaron Hicks. So I think the the overall principle of they wanted to get the play right uh, sort of won out, and they eventually sent the the, the review to New York. 
Yeah, and the uh, replay showed uh, Francona and uh, DeMarlo Hale putting their hands up asking for, you know, a recall, a, a, you know, a review uh, or, you know, just give them time to review it. It seemed like right away. So I, I don't know what the, yeah, there was a lot of confusion going on it yeah. for sure. Yeah, and, and Tito said afterwards that, you know, he, he was hesitant to challenge the catch play because he didn't know if, uh, Quan had, had tagged up and if he had scored or not, and he didn't want to, um, you know, challenge something that would have led to them not being able to score a run. Uh, it all worked out for in the guardians favor. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why Boone was so upset, uh, because under the, under the timing and under the rules that, that you know, the sort of the, the construct of it, uh, you know, maybe the, maybe the Yankees should have gotten away with one right there. Uh, but, in, if you look at it from a baseball perspective, the bottom line was Hicks didn't make the catch. Yeah. And the umpires actually eventually got the play right. They put Jose Ramirez at third. They gave Josh Naylor first base on a single and and Quan's run scored. And eventually Josh Bell comes up and, and drives in uh, the, the second run of the inning and the Guardians take a 2 nothing lead. Uh, and, and things look pretty good from there. Yeah, ultimately, Joe, I think... You know, despite all the pitch clocks and all the, uh, you know, the the uh, you know the the efforts by MLB to speed the game up, you still want to get the play right, and they did get the play right. You know that that's that's the bottom line. And I think, you know, if if they had not done that, I mean, you know, and it would have been there's people would still be squawking about it now. But they got the play right, and. Uh, Cleveland took a brief uh, two nothing lead, but it didn't last long, Joe. Yeah, uh, they had rookie Peyton Battenfield on the mound, obviously because Aaron Savali is on the injured list. Uh, Battenfield making his major league debut, and uh, in the in the top of the first inning, he'd given up a, a double and had a runner at third base, but got his first major league strikeout uh, against Aaron Judge. Uh, and and worked out of the jam in the first, uh, stranded the runner at third base, and and he's you, feeling pretty good about yourself. Uh, and then he goes through. Uh, I think he retired the next ten batters in a row uh, before running into a little bit of uh, uh, trouble in the in the fifth. Uh, maybe they left him in a, a a little bit too long. Maybe they tried to get an extra inning out of him, tried to get him to that fifth inning where uh, where he could get his first major league win. Uh, but the Yankees uh, were able to come back and. Uh, and, and we ran into another unusual play, another kind of, uh, you know, quirky situation, a freak accident as uh, uh, Kyle Higashioka uh, sent a ball off the wall in center field. The relay throw came to Andres Jimenez and as a run was coming across the plate, Jimenez's throw towards the plate hit umpire Larry Vanover in the side of the head. It was a pretty scary scene. Yeah, and Vanover went down immediately, and uh, it was declared an error, and uh, the run scored, right, Joe? For a, right, I don't know. And I think the guy up, was going to stop at third, right? The second I, run. Yeah, I don't know uh, if if they had been able to cut the throw off. Um, if Josh Bell had been able to cut the throw off, if if it hadn't hit Vanover, I don't know if that keeps the run at third base or not. Uh, but it did allow uh, the, the error was given to Jimenez, allowing. Higashioka to go to second base and and that uh you know eventually uh paid off for for New York in a, in a run there so uh it, the bottom line was uh after Battenfield gave up the two runs the the Guardians bullpen wasn't able to uh lock things down they still had a 3-2 lead 
Uh, they took that 3-2 lead in the ninth, and Emmanuel Classe uh, coughed up the, uh, uh, the 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 unearned run uh, due to the error by Ahmed Rosario. Yeah, that that was not a great inning for sure. Uh, you know, uh, Trevor Steffen comes in, gives up a leadoff home run to uh, uh, Frank Frenchy Cordero in the uh, in the seventh. You know, Joe, I saw this guy in in Boston. Cordero, when he couldn't make a play at first base, he couldn't hit, and now he's leading the Yankees in home runs. I mean, I, I mean, I guess you know when you wear the pinstripes, strange, you know, magical things happen. Yeah, it's uh, he, he he's uh, I believe it was his second home run of the series, fourth home run of the season for for Cordero, uh, and that one tied the game up after Ahmed Rosario had uh, given the Guardians the lead with their first home run in uh, 233 at bats. Uh, you got to go all the way back to April, I, I believe April 4th uh, for the, the Guardians' previous home run, and that was off the bat of Gabriel Arias in in Oakland. Uh, but you know they were they were still in a position there, tied at 3-3 in the ninth yeah. inning, and and Class A comes up. Uh, you know Josh Bell's not able to make the uh, the pick on a on a throw from Rosario. Ball goes into the Camera Bay. You've got a runner at second base and. Oswaldo uh, Cabrera lines one over the head of Will Brennan in right field. Yeah, you know Cabrera. They showed him on TV and and he was just smiling. You know he was. You know I'm sitting, I'm sitting there looking. This guy's facing uh, Emmanuel Class A and he's got like a smile on his face, like he knew he was going to uh, get a hit and he lines it off the wall and uh, you know the winning run scores. Uh, Class A did not look good, Joe. Yeah, uh, to me he's been shaky since the start of spring training. And uh, and the metrics will tell you that his velocity is down across the board. Uh, fastball, uh, slider, and uh, you know the the cutter. Uh, really, he only throws the, the the cutter and the the slider. But the velocity on both pitches, uh, you know, was averaging 98 uh, last season on the uh, on the the cutter, and it's uh, significantly uh, less uh, this season. So. Uh, you know the cutter, the the, the velocity's down. The command is is spotty, and uh, he's already uh, you know blown what two saves this year, and uh, in in what five chances? Yeah, he, you know he takes a loss yesterday, um, and I thought you know you know he just uh, to me he hasn't uh, he hasn't looked good yet. I don't know if it's the weather. You know he had a tough time in Oakland. Oakland, have to see. I mean, if he's not going to, I mean, he's really, you know, he's got to pitch. He's got, you know, so they say closers, you know, can't pitch in tie games or, you know, but you're going to have to do that if you're at home. So he's going to have to get over that problem and he's going to have to get some people out. People have gotten a really good look at him now. They know what he throws. They know, even though he's throwing hard, uh, you know, he's going to have to make some adjustments here. And uh, I know what uh, Tito told you after the game that maybe uh, the pace of the game, you know, the pitch clock is is working against him. I mean, come on, get on the mound and throw. Let's go. Yeah, he, he did say that, you know, Class uh, A won't say this, but, you know, there's there's probably something to that, that the uh, the pace has picked up on him. And, you know, he does like to take a walk behind the mound every once in a while. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that, that affects him moving forward. Um, uh, offensively, uh, the Guardians did not, uh, you know, dazzle anybody uh, over the 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 six games of this this first homestand uh what did you think of just the way they uh they hit the ball and and some of the you know the the main guys on on offense and and what they did and what they weren't able to do 
you know, same old problem, Joe. They don't hit home runs. Uh, they were out home, out homered on the home stand four to one. They've been out homered overall eleven to six. They ranked second last in home runs in the big leagues, which were which is the space they occupied at the end of last season. They had two twenty six with runners in scoring position for the home stand, and they were outscored thirty one to twenty. You know, now obviously they're playing some close games. They played uh, four of the six games were decided by one run, you know, and that's, you know, that's usually, uh, you know, where, where they shine, but they, they went one and three in those one run games. So, you know, uh, you know, they won a lot of one run games last year. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, you have to have your bullpen has to pitch well, and you have to come through with at least a couple runs late and they haven't been doing that. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, if they, if this team doesn't, can't win like that, they're in trouble. Well, let's put a positive spin on it. You know, they are playing, they were playing Seattle and New York in those games. And those are both teams that a lot of people expect to be in the playoffs at some point, point at the end of the season. So, uh, you know, it's not like they're playing the Washingtons and the Detroits like they are going to be coming up. Right. Um, maybe we'll, we've got an opportunity here to see them, uh, sort of kick into gear offensively over the next, uh, seven games or so, six, seven games. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, but when you've got Jose Ramirez uh, hitting pop-ups instead of home runs, uh, pop-up doubles instead of you know home runs, it's uh that that's that makes your offense look different. We talked to Josh Bell after the game yesterday, and you know Bell did have uh, the RBI single. Uh, he had the the walk-off at bat uh, on Sunday, uh, so you know he might be uh, you know starting to come around, but it's going to take a little while. Uh, I just I have not seen a guy take look as bad or take such bad swings uh, at the plate as I have uh, Josh Bell the last couple of uh, games there against the Yankees. Yeah, he's struggling, Joe. I mean, he's hitting a lot of ground balls. I mean, it's a victory when he hits a, fo- a line drive that goes foul in the air. I mean, he doesn't get he's you know, he's, he's not putting the ball in the air to me, you know, and uh, so, I mean, you know, I, obviously you got to stay with him. You know, he's. You know, they've dropped them down, what, to six, six in the lineup. Uh, so, you know, you've got to stay with them. You know, he's, as as Francona says, he's got a resume. He's got, you know, numbers on the back of his baseball card, so you keep running them out there. It'll be interesting to see how he plays this weekend when he goes to Washington. You know, this is where he, uh, you know, had a really good first half with, uh, with the Nationals last year. So maybe, you know, he'll – the weather will warm up. It's supposed to be the weather's supposed to be nice in Washington. So maybe, you know, we'll see him uh, get break out a little bit. But, you know, Ramirez, it's really interesting to me, Joe. I mean, he's perfected that 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 little bloop double behind uh, third base. I mean, you know, he's not driving the ball. It looks like he's getting under everything. And I, I'm not sure <clears throat> if that's just, you know, the way they're pitching him. But, you know, he is not he's not really driven the ball. And when he has driven the ball, he hasn't got a whole lot of, you know, great results. I mean, I know the weather is still uh, still cold. Uh, and uh, but, you know, we still haven't seen him drive the ball out of the ballpark. And you, you got to wonder if his hand just how his hand has uh, responded to surgery. Yeah, that being said, he's he's still gotten a hit in pretty much uh, almost every game for the Guardians. He's been on base and, you know, he's still making things happen. It's just uh uh, not the uh, the gaudy numbers in terms of uh, driving in runs and 
and uh, producing runs that that weighted runs that weighted runs <laughs> that weighted runs created plus uh, number not as high as it was at this point uh, last season, but uh, there's still a couple of weeks left in April for that to to turn around. Uh, as far as what we saw from the the pitching, the starting rotation, uh, uh, Carl Willis and uh, and Terry Francona did not expect to have uh, two rookies in the uh, in the the, the five man rotation at this point of the season. I'm sure when they were putting things together in, in spring training, uh, but so far uh, Hunter Gaddis has you know one decent outing under his belt. Uh, uh, you know a couple of other. Um, you know, rough uh, uh, starts, uh, particularly the, his most recent one against the Yankees, uh, allowing six runs or, or eight runs, I believe, uh, in that one. Um, but uh, we, we've seen from Xavion Curry, we've seen from Peyton Battenfield in a, a small sample size. Uh, we've seen uh, uh, Tim Heron. Uh, these rookie pitchers have come in and, and given uh, the Guardians meaningful mi- uh, innings here uh, in spots, uh, at least through the first couple of weeks. Yeah, Joe, that's encouraging. You know, the the now the th- thing is, can they do it consistently? You know, we've we've got a little taste of uh, Curry. We've seen him, you know, more than two or three times out. So you, you get a feel that you know what you see is what you get from Curry. Uh, you know, with uh, Battenfield, you know, you know he he looked very good for what four innings yesterday. Uh, but can he do it again? What's what's his second? start going to be like uh Gaddis you know like you said two bad ones one good one uh you know obviously the competition Seattle and uh and uh the, the Yankees you know have a lot to do with you know him struggling a little bit so his next time out uh you know that's going to be uh I, you know that's going to be again probably against Detroit right so that, yeah uh, that, that will be you know so hopefully we'll get a better read on him but Joe these guys are going to be in there for a while because uh you know Tristan McKenzie and Aaron, and Aaron Savali aren't coming back anytime soon so you know they've got to buckle up here and uh you know it's going to be you know kind of you know I think it's it's going to be some you know kind of it might be a little uh, shaky going here for what Joe I don't know 4 or 5 weeks here yeah something like that i i, I am excited uh, to see what Hunter Gaddis can do uh, against a team like Detroit, because you know uh, Carl Willis told us uh, prior to yesterday's game, his he's got major league stuff. It's now just a matter of executing in in game situations, and you know when you know you want to throw the good changeup, throw the good changeup. And he says the fastball has really good life. It's 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 major league is is the way Carl Willis described it. So uh, all the tools are there. It's just a matter of Gaddis putting it together. Uh, I'm telling you walking through the clubhouse with Battenfield and Gaddis uh, in, in the clubhouse now. And, uh, you know, you've got Stefan and Heron. Uh, there are some there is some tall timber in the uh, in the Guardians clubhouse. Now, you're looking up to interview a lot of these guys. You're, you're talking, you know, six, four, six, five, six, six. And and just uh, they could put together a, a nice uh, offensive line if they if they needed to. Uh, we're going to have to revisit that whole uh what would the the Guardians starting offense be uh, for if they were the Browns right now? Because uh, they've got some they've got some uh, bookend tackles playing uh, pitching for them uh, now that they're able to run out there. Yeah, they're all six five. They all weigh like two hundred forty pounds. You know, it's like how how did Nick Sandlin get in this? You know, he's like <laughs> he's he's like running well, around, but all these starters are huge. 
Yeah, and then you've got Xavier Curry, who's who's like uh, sort of yeah. like running around uh, at at their knees. He's he's like you know five nine, five ten, and uh, you know still gets the job done. So uh, real interesting. But uh, as far as just your takeaways from the homestand and and what you'll you know you know want to focus on moving forward with this club as as they go uh, back out on the road, uh, what did you take away from uh, a two and four homestand? You know, I, I think, uh, Joe, the, the one encouraging thing to me is they they left 53 runners on base. So, you know, the opportunities are there. You know, they're, they're getting people on base. They're stealing bases. They're walking. You know, they just they just need a couple big hits here. And, you know, they need to get that offense going. And uh, so I think they, they're creating opportunities for themselves. But, you know, they're having trouble cashing in on them. Yeah, and that's uh, that's like we talked about it. You know, getting a guy like Jose Ramirez in in a good position. Uh, Andres Jimenez, you know, looks like he's very comfortable and and swinging the bat well. Uh, you know, maybe something to do with positioning him uh, in the lineup, moving him up. Uh, he's moved up to fifth now. Uh, they had him at, at batting second on the day that they gave uh, Ahmed Rosario off. So, you know, maybe maybe something can be done lineup wise there. Uh, Miles Straw cooled off a little bit. He was uh, on his you know, on base uh, percentage pace of, of over 500. I think that's uh, that's dropped a little bit. But, uh, you know, like you said, he's still running. They're all still running the bases real well. And that's uh, encouraging to see uh, as well. Uh, they they go out to to Washington and, uh, you know, this is a this is a series where they sh- they should really be able to, to take two out of three if they're if they're the kind of team that, uh, um, you know, everybody thinks they are. Yeah, Joe, like you said, uh, you know, his home stand was against really two teams that are, you know, projected to be playoff contenders, if not, you know, division champions in their divisions, you know, Seattle and, and uh, New York, uh, Washington is struggling, they're rebuilding. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is, this is, a, this will be a, a series where they should, like you said, take two out of three and, you know, they've got their, they've got police act, they've got, uh, you know, Bieber going. So, uh, in, in two of the three starts, uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, 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 Cal Quantrill. So they got their three top guys going. Uh, you know, this should be, you know, this is a series where they've got to make a move. Not, you know, I'm not saying sweep, but it would be nice to take two out of three and get this thing pointed back in the right direction here. All right. Well, we'll preview the, uh, the matchups and, uh, and talk about it on uh, tomorrow's podcast. Uh, Hoisey, we'll check in with you then. All right, Joe. 